Hi, everyone. The following podcast is a direct message network and podcast one production. We are directly to your favorite stars. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our New Year's special. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $899, plus special financing, only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be ahead of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Dang, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Danielle Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew, the father. And we're both adults. <laughs> and if you're an adult or just trying to be one, this is the show for you. Let's kick it off with some adulting wins and fails. What do you got for me? Yeah. Um, okay. So my win is uh, in the spirit of the holidays, um, we found somebody to come over and put up Christmas lights. Yay. And it may sound bougie, but hang on a second. Uh, we found this person through like the neighborhood forum. Yeah, the whatever, next door right? app. Mm-hmm. Somebody was um, like putting their friend out there that does this. And uh, he came over and, and turns out like it's a really affordable. Like outside of the cost of lights, it's like maybe an extra hundred bucks. Yeah. Like it's crazy, right? Huge score. Huge adulting score. And really going to take it to the next level. Yeah. And the reason I say it's a win because every year we talk about going all out for holidays, uh, specifically Christmas. And it just never happens. I you know, know. why? Because it sounds good. But then what? You got to do the work. Mm-hmm. And then I you got to take them down. You know, it's like a whole thing. And can I do it? Yeah. Is it a little harder today for us? Yeah. So here we are, 100 bucks. found a guy that's going to put them all up for us, and we're going to have a house that's popping. Yeah, I'm into it. Um, to piggyback on that, that is why we need to get better at delegating, because yeah. that is when we're seeing things actually start to happen. Yep. When you're just busy, there are certain things that I think are totally okay to pay for someone who's an expert to come and do. Absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think, uh, like you said, that's where we're finding things are actually getting done. Um, and it just makes it once you realize that you just can't do everything yourself. And if you're trying to do everything yourself, you're likely not doing everything exceptionally. Mm-hmm. It just feels a lot better too. Cause it takes some weight on, like it's much better for you to focus on the things that you're really good at or that you love doing. Um, uh, and if it's, you know, in a business sense, things that actually drive, Revenue. Revenue or your own personal <laughs> income uh, and let people handle the rest of the stuff. Yeah. So there you go. We're applying that to uh, our personal life. Too. And I love supporting people who are also in business. Yep. Yep. That's another plus. Um, okay. So my fail. Um, yeah. The, this one's kind of tough to talk about. So we, we always say that we love your guys' feedback and we do. 
uh, and we read every single review that comes through. We read all the feedback on the Instagram account. Um, this week, I noticed that there was a really, let's just say, negative review uh, on Apple Podcast. And uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you. Even though it was negative, that's okay. Um, we just appreciate that you took the time. Well, f- first of all, we appreciate that you're listening to the show. Second of all, appreciate that you took the time to, you know, to really think through your thoughts and leave us your feedback. And, and although it wasn't positive, um, that's okay. The fail is that, um, this particular review really stuck with me for at least a couple of days. And for me, that's a fail because, you know, I'm trying to get to the point in life because I've seen people a little bit older than me that have gotten there already. And they just seem so content and, uh, they're content because they've learned that you just can't make everybody happy. And that's what I'm striving to get to. And when I go through little things like, like this, where this person may have valid points, um, you know, looking back, I don't remember exactly what I said. And I'll, I'll touch on all this at the end of the show. Cause I think it's important to talk about, we'll just do it and be done with it. Um, I just, I let myself read something and I took it to heart, which I normally do. And, uh, it was in my brain. Like it was messing with me at least for the day or a couple of days. And I want to be better about going, you know what? Like I know where my intention lied. You know, it's unfortunate that like maybe I didn't, I didn't express it in a way that people would, would hear it the same way that I was trying to put it out there. And, uh, because of that, it messed with me and I just want to be able to see something or hear something like that and move on. I think that's powerful. I think that is something that takes a lot of effort. I'm not good at it either, so I get it. Yeah, and sorry, I know I was kind of rambling there and getting off off subject. No, you can go into it in a little bit more in detail at the end of the show um, because I think it is something that we should address in some way. You know, we have a response. I guess we have a responsibility, right? Like, uh, yes and no. I mean, it's it's if you want to put it on your shoulders, yes. We don't have. I, let's, let's keep it for the end. Okay. 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 Um, all right. I'm going to get to my adulting win and fail and they all basically happened this morning. <laughs> okay. Um, it's a Monday for us and we record on a Monday the episode comes out on a Tuesday and Mondays seem to be pretty loaded with work obligations. Um, and as you guys know, if you've been following along, it was also my second, um, session with, my hypnotherapist and life coach. And so I went from one kinder beauty meeting right into my session. And I just felt like I had to really decompress. I, I think I'm trying the, the, the win is that my, my session was powerful and it was exactly what I needed to follow the meeting. The second. Okay. Gotcha. My fail is, um, just feeling like the weekdays and, and being self-employed essentially and having all these different responsibilities can feel kind of daunting when you're a little bit exhausted. And I think that that has to do with just being like pregnant, um, obviously having geo and, and us basically being the only two to man him. And so I'm just feeling like I'm having a hard time, um, being as like energetic for some of these like longer meetings and they're happening more often because our businesses are growing. And, um, so I just need to get better at it. 
And I feel like, like I'm short able, of breath You want to be right able now. to check in for like, regardless of what you're doing, for everything that you're obligated to. You're saying you want to be able to check in and have 100% of your energy and give it everything you have for each and everything. Yeah. And I feel like I don't even have 100% of my own energy. Yeah, <laughs> so it's hard to give every single meeting or um, like work obligation 100% of my energy. And I know that I'm capable of it. And as soon as something's like wrapped up, I'm, I'm happy. I'm like, like, okay, we got there. We did it. But um I think it's just, uh, I think it, I think it just has to do with the pregnancy, to be honest, like just being more tired. Yeah. I mean, the reality is you have a pretty full plate. So I have a couple thoughts. Number one, I think it's cool that you're even thinking about that because I, that's something I think about too. And I want to be able to, um, be memorable in that sense that whatever you, you obligate yourself to, or put yourself into that you give it a hundred a hundred or a hundred and one percent of your energy, right? Because mm-hmm. to me, that that's memorable, and people recognize that. Um, but not being able to do it for each and everything, every single time, I think that that just makes you human. Totally, yeah. But what was nice is that I went into this session. Um, everything's via Zoom. Keep in mind. So I skipped from one Zoom meeting to another, and I felt like I was giving back to myself and like focusing on things that um, are like the foundation of who I am, and that felt good. Yeah. So it made my session that much more powerful because I was able to like decompress. And realize that like, yes, all of these work obligations feel like they're so important and they are, but what's really important is your own like health and well-being. And that's the best way like to approach everything outside of that. Yes, yes, yes. And yeah. (laughs) And what's even better is I got out and I was like, you know what? We're doing a podcast. We're going to get some Q and A's going because... Everyone who listens to the show um, seems to really love Q&As, and I think it's really great for us because these are questions that we don't necessarily ask one another. Or probably wouldn't even think of. Or wouldn't even think of. You know, and it just helps us mix it up a bit. Yeah, and I think it's just just another level of making life and quarantine a little bit more interesting. Yep. Okay, so should we take a break and come back with some Q&As? Sounds good to me. Okay, we'll be right back. All right, everyone, sit tight, and we'll be right back for some more Adulting Like a Mother Father. This episode is supported by the team at Vistaprint. And this holiday, Vistaprint is all about helping you create one-off custom gifts that are so personal they could never be re-gifted. That's right, you guys. We've all been either a victim of a re-gift or the culprit of a re-gift. I know I have. Um, And I think what's great about not regifting is keeping something because it's something you actually love like having that sentimental gift that you just couldn't possibly regift because it means so much to you but is there anything better oh well that, that's yeah i mean yeah i'd say that's the best you know what i mean like for me it's not a dollar amount whatsoever it's it's did you put thought into it and did you put effort into it i don't care if it costs a buck that's true. Right. If I feel like it came from a special place, that's super special to me. And those are the things that I hang on to for years, like in a drawer where it never belongs in that drawer. It doesn't belong being hung <laughs> on to, but I do it because it came from a special place. I love it. It's unregiftable, right? Of course. And Vistaprint specializes in these unregiftable gifts, gifts so unique and personal that you wouldn't dream of passing them on. One-off gifts like custom mugs and canvas prints, photo books, and wall calendars. They're the kind of thoughtful gifts you really can't wait to give because they spark so much surprise and joy. 
At Vistaprint, you can also create your own personalized holiday cards, adding your photos and messages and adding special finishing touches like embossed foil and scalloped edges. Those sound nice. <laughs> so rather than giving un original gift this holiday make it unregiftable with a custom gift from vistaprint bravo <laughs> go to vistaprint.com slash adulting to get started on your unregiftable gift the holidays are coming up don't miss your chance to get an unregiftable gift get started today at vistaprint.com slash adulting all right guys we're back here's adulting like a mother father Okay, guys, we're back. Um, before we jump into your Q&As, wait, your questions are A's. Um, I want to say something very, very, very quick. I am so proud of my here fiance for launching Drew Coffee this oh, past week. You. He worked so hard on something that has been such a passion of his, and he put it into play, and I've never seen you be so motivated and exciting like all these different ideas that have come from the launch and it's just it's really fun to be around like your energy your spirit around this whole project is um it's captivating like i love it i'm just happy for you thank you yeah it's cool i, th I feel like i've always had the work ethic right but i've been doing it for other people so it's just a completely different feeling to make something out of nothing um and do it all for yourself yep you know Heck yeah, that is a big adult step. Yeah, I think so too. Heck yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Should we get to it? Let's get to it. Let's I do some Q&A. I screenshotted them. All right. So I'm going to go first and then I'll pass the phone. Okay. So here it is. If you were to go back to college for what would you, or what would you do? What would you major in now? Ooh, that's a good question. Um... Oh, wait, this is, no, uh, let me rephrase that. If you were to go back to college for what you do now, what would you have majored in? Ooh. So that's an interesting question because what we do now is a lot more entrepreneurial. So what would you have yeah. majored in if you knew eventually you were uh, going to... Well, the school I went to, I went to Fresno State. They had a, um, an entrepreneurial um, like lane in the business degree. So I guess I would have done that, but that's an interesting question. Yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't have studied what I studied, which was accounting. If anything, I probably would have studied finance or economics. Um, that's a tough one to answer. I don't know if I have an exact one, but I would say this. Knowing what I know now with my experience, the one thing I would tell anybody who's looking for guidance is uh, try to pick something that you're passionate about. Because I didn't do that. I picked something trying to follow the money or, or what I thought was going to be money and success. And it's like, doesn't even matter what you make. Like if you, if you hate it every single day, it's not worth it. Yeah. I love that answer. Very true. Um, you can ask me that. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh, okay. This one says, have you decided on a name for BB girl, which is baby girl. <laughs> Um, have we decided on a name? I don't think so, but I will be a hundo and tell you that we thought up until probably about a couple weeks ago that we had her name like set in stone. And I feel like we both were almost interested in entertaining other options at one point recently. Yeah. It's, it's really hard to commit to a name for me. It's really hard to commit to a name before you see 
the person and before you have any idea of what their personality is like. So wait, let me ask you something. Is this going to be a situation where we wait? Because this for Gio, we knew right off the bat See, he was I, a Gio. But I also think that's weird. Like I think it's I've heard of people going like a week before they even have a name for their. No, but like, what if we waited until her actual birthday, and that day we look at her and we like collectively maybe come up with one? I think that's okay. Whoa, that's cool. Yeah, I think okay. that's fine. Um, awesome. All right, I'm cool with that. Sorry. Um, all right, here's a here's a question. At any time during your relationship, were there any red flags? Ooh. Um, yeah, for me, that one would all kind of revolve around communication mm-hmm. and like our, like it just being so challenging for us in the moments where I feel like we need to be able to do it the most. So, I mean, that that's something that's challenged us as a, as a partnership since day one and we're like nine years in. So that's a red flag. I guess I just ignored it for nine years but here we are because <laughs> i'm worth it <laughs> no you know what i wanted to add to that because i thought you might say this but you didn't my business yeah that wasn't the beginning but i had to get over it yeah interesting okay um all right here's another question for you ready or you want to ask me i guess uh yeah okay uh holiday plans yeah that's let's talk about it now <laughs> Um, you guys, we don't really have many holiday plans because the holidays are kind of weird this year. So fortunately for us, we have immediate family that is local. Um, so we wouldn't have to travel if we were to see them. We just have to arrange for it to be, you know, safe and, and make sure that. Which everybody's been really safe. So I'm not really concerned with that. Okay. Here's a question. Do you, or have you ever struggled with depression or anxiety? Oh yeah. That's a great question. Um, yes, yes. And yes to both. I feel like that's, it's, it's an ongoing struggle still. I think, um, if that's something that you feel, I don't, I, I would argue that it never actually fully goes away. Like, I don't think you, you beat it in a sense. I think you learn how to deal with it better. Manage it. Yeah. Yeah. That's like what I would learn. I mean, that's what my coach would say, you know? So you, you deal with it as well. Oh, I mean, I think I definitely deal with, um, a form of anxiety and it's, it's a lot more prevalent now that I'm, I'm well, you, wouldn't you say you went through, I mean, would you call it a mild depression after G was born? Oh, that's a good question. I was, yeah. And I think that the reason for that though was I was so sleep deprived and I was struggling with breastfeeding issues that like. The two of those really took me down a, yeah, a sad path for a little bit. Yeah. Those like, you know, the common calm health pillars, one being sleep when, when you don't have that one, right. It really has a serious effect on the way your brain works. Oh yes. And that's why I'm very interested in keeping everyone in the know on this next round Mm -hmm. with baby girl, because I think because I've already been there, done that, I'm going to have a totally different perspective going into it. And I'm going to know how to manage, um, that piece a little better, but I will, I will definitely be honest along the way because I feel like you just learn more, you know, and that's our duty as moms is like to be there to support other people. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Cause I think this is, um, it's a really interesting subject. And I think depression and anxiety and some of the other things are things that a lot of people deal with. And there's all kinds of arguments as to why, I mean, I have my own opinions, but it's, it's kind of irrelevant right now. 
in your experience, right? Because you say you went through a bit of a mild depression and you deal with anxiety sometimes. Which one is more difficult to deal with? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would say anxiety for me because it's what pops up more often and I don't like the way it makes me feel or throws me off. Um, for me, it, it translates more in like my lack of focus. It takes me off my game and like in a time where you have, you know, a baby, a baby on the way and businesses, like all I want is to be able to focus. So mm-hmm. anxiety for me is what I think I would love to have less of. What okay. about you? I think I'd argue the opposite. I think anxiety's tough in its own way because sometimes it creeps up on you out, out of nowhere. And for me, it's a more consistent feeling, but I've learned to manage it better. And I know things that like really get it revved up for me, which is like feeling overwhelmed, too much caffeine, lack of sleep, yada, yada. Um, depression, on the other hand, it's kind of like this this loaded feeling where it's like you don't just jump right into it. But all of a sudden you're feeling low and now you have to like untangle everything that, that you think got you to that point. And then you have to do all the work coming out of it. Whereas anxiety, I feel like is a bit more temporary. So if I'm feeling it in the moment, even if it's feeling really heavy, I now know that it's just a matter of time before I get out of it. That's interesting. Cause I feel like I can get myself out of a depression way faster than I can work through anxiety. Yeah. Depression is is difficult for me because oftentimes like there's just so many unanswered questions around it. You know, like I can't sometimes can't even figure out why I feel that way. Like I, I feel like I've said this before in other episodes or maybe on Instagram where like, like literally like when you think about everything going on in your life, it's, it's wonderful. There's like so much great stuff. Right. And, and you can have a focus on gratitude and, and like, you can love your family and like you have a roof over your head and like life is good. And like you can feel 100% that way one day. And then for me, I can go to sleep, wake up the next day. I'm still on routine. It's not like I did anything different. And I can feel almost the complete opposite of that where it's like the day feels gloomy right at the start for what feels like no reason at all. Now, again, like I've learned how to manage that and come out of that. But it's one of those trickier things for me because I often like, I can't answer the whys. Make sense? No, it makes perfect sense. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. Let's talk about Express Baby. Let's talk about you and me. I don't think we have the rights for that. Please never do that again. (laughs) Okay. Um, oh comfortable cozy quality fabrication design and honestly just the most versatile styles i don't know about you guys but i just want to be able to incorporate something maybe a little bit new with something i have in my closet that's comfortable yet chic um because that's what we're living in these and days you can figure out a way to, to wear it almost daily well, die. Wear clothes daily, so you yeah. Know. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> those essential pieces, you can mix and match. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly, exactly. And what I love about Express is their clothes are really geared towards making sure that you feel confident, so that comfortable. You could, yes, and you can accomplish any of the goals. You know, we're all sitting at our home Zoom meetings. I need something cute on top with something comfy on the bottom. 
So that's where I'm at. Okay, you guys, um, check out cozy holiday styles for staying in, stepping out, or anything in between. Shop Express in stores and online now. And now back to adulting like a mother father. Um, I, I think you can, you'll have an answer to this one. What are your top tips for becoming vegetarian or vegan? Okay. Top tips. All right, guys. Um, if you're going to do this and you're going to do it for real and you're going to feel your best, um, I would highly recommend getting some good vitamins. I love vitamins. Now I just think that why the heck take why not take vitamins? So get B12, get vitamin D, get vitamin C, some zinc, a good, you know, um, like multivitamin. And then, okay, so that's part one. Separate to that, make sure that you have accessible food and produce available. If you could have the time to chop things up and get it ready to go, have snacks on hand, you just want to set yourself up for success. So you're saying it's all in the preparation. It's in, it's in a little bit of preparation. I just saying in the beginning, I certainly don't prep, you know, at all now, but I, but I think in the beginning, you just want to be able to like, when you're hungry, the last thing you want to do is think too hard about what you're going to eat. So have it available. Um, and then think about this. This is a meal that I go to for all, I mean, almost every dinner option, um, greens, grains, and beans. Those three are something that I always have on hand and that I think are great together. And then if you could, you know, dress it up with a sauce or a dressing of some sort, you have a meal and it's balanced. So that's, that's a tip or tips, more tips. Yeah. Those are tips with an S. Okay. I'll ask you the next one. Is it one appropriate for you? Yeah, I think so. Okay. What is the biggest challenge you face that you feel have brought you and Andrew closer together? So it was a question for me, but what do you think have has brought us closer together? Yeah, uh, it's a good question. I don't know if it's. I mean, I guess it's a challenge, but it's more. It's more of an experience, and that experience was geo. Yeah. So that was the whole um, day of labor and C-section experience, and it was just for me and I've spoken on this before, like it, it was traumatic for me. Um, it was stressful, scary, exciting. Like, um, oftentimes it's hard to even put into words what the experience is like until you go through it. But definitely for me, so going through all that craziness to the point that Gio was delivered and then like having that experience together and, and looking at each other, looking at him and then having that moment like where he went skin to skin for the first time and the three of us were like, you know, obviously right there. Like that was, that was a crazy moment. And I think you would agree that that's something that's changed us forever. For sure. I, I, someone just asked me this for an article thing and I literally said the same exact thing. I think it's been one of the most having a child and becoming parents has been one of the more challenging things, but certainly the thing that has brought us closer together because we need each other. We need each other more now oh, than yeah. we ever have. <laughs> I mean, you, you technically needed me to be there so that he could, you know, come into the world. But yeah, interesting. Okay. Um, this is a question that I think I could probably answer better. Wait, this better. is me for you, right? Um, is it my turn? Oh, perfect. That's, that's perfect. There we go. We'll keep the order here. You're the one with the brain. I'm the one that's like working with it works a little sometimes. less right now. 
I don't know. Uh, I feel okay. like the pregnancy brain scan. No, this is, a good, this is a good one for you. And I'm sure a lot of people will want to know. So what does Geo typically eat in a day? Newly vegan fam stuck for kid-friendly meals. Okay, so I'll run through it real quick. In the morning, Gio has some sort of cereal to snack on that we just put in like a snack cup. Then he'll have a banana, usually some yogurt. This is going to sound like a lot, but this is like what I feed him in stages pretty much. And then he'll sit down for like an actual meal in his chair and I'll make him um, eat just eggs, which is like an egg replacement made of mug beans. So it's high protein, low, no cholesterol. And then I put that in a frying pan with a little bit of spinach, olive oil, saute that up, give that to him. He'll munch on that. And that's usually enough for him to be happy for breakfast during the day. It's the wild, wild west. Like we are just like giving him snacks, giving him juice, giving him like pretty much anything to like keep him satisfied because with that nap in the middle of the day, it really throws off like a proper lunch break, but if we wanted to, we would make them like avocado toast or peanut butter and jelly, something easy yeah. for dinner. That's like my, my main, like let's get them fed and put them to bed full kind of meal. Um, so I'll do like a lentil pasta either with like a, a tomato sauce or mac and cheese sauce made of like nutritional yeast and sweet potatoes and things like that. I'll throw in some veggies, some steamed broccoli, some peas. Um, he always has some sort of fruit and um, sometimes I'll even have him take a little bit of like probiotic yogurt at the end because I know that it's a lot of food. Wow. Um, a couple things I like to make sure I say because I, for kids, like especially I want them to get tons of nutrition. I love to throw hemp seeds in all of his meals or some of his meals. Um, I love working with like a flax seed if for some reason your child is maybe constipated or just needs more hey, um, of the, you know, fiber in their diet. And then... I love working with nutritional yeast. Um, it's high in B vitamins, which is really good for them. And it tastes kind of cheesy. So it gets, uh, gives some more flavor. Nice. Yeah. So that was the, that was the whole rundown. There's literally not a food that he doesn't. Eat. <laughs> yeah. And smoothies, smoothies are always easy too. And such a great way to get like spinach and kale and all yeah, kinds all of the, stuff. All the nutrition. Yeah. Right on. Okay. Here it is. How are you handling parenthood with the pandemic? Is it hard? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, it's, it's also amazing. I think I think a lot of people would feel this way, especially parents who uh, maybe aren't as new as we are, where uh, they've never had this this opportunity to spend as much time as they do now with their kids, which is amazing, but it's also really challenging. Um, I think the hardest part is is there's not enough variety for him or for us. Right, so he starts losing his mind a bit some days because he's looking at the same walls all the time, and we can go out, but like the reality is, he's looking at the same backyard, same front yard, same same street. Like, go for walks, same walks. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's a little tougher to mix it up. There's definitely things that you can do, um, but yeah, it is challenging. Yeah, it's gonna be unique to at one point or another look back on this time. Yeah, he he today, which was so weird, he found your mask like and he gave it to me and he wanted me to put it on my face and I was like oh no that's dad dad's mask that might be dirty or whatever and he's like no no no, you put it on he kept wanting me to wear your mask and I just thought this is such a weird <laughs> moment where like in what world would your kid he's be handing you a mask it, so. and I'm wondering not that we we go out enough to even wear masks but I'm wondering if that was one of his ways of saying like let's go somewhere <laughs> 
I don't know. Maybe. Because he associates the mask with like, I don't know, Whole Foods. I took him out for a little errand this morning and I said, uh, you want to go in the car with me? And he went straight to the door. That's probably why. Because when you came home is when he handed me your mask. Like uh, probably like, let's go somewhere. Yeah. Weird. He's, he's smart. So weird. And getting smart brings on more challenges. So I'll just leave true. It there. So true, you guys. That's when the sleep regression hit. When I realized he was saying more words and he was getting, yeah, so smart. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a few with more adulting like a mother father. All right, guys, if you're like me, um, you like free stuff. And I have a free sample for you guys to try this week um, from OxyClean Odor Blasters. I don't know about you guys, but uh, our place has been getting a little funky uh, because we're doing some working out out in the garage and we're bringing all, obviously our, our clothes in, uh, and they're just nasty. At least mine are, uh, and we've got a couple dogs who, you know, are all around the house and they are also nasty sometimes, but OxyClean has, has done magic for me. Uh, these little odor blasters, they just blast away the funk, uh, that you would imagine is, is in my workout clothes and on the dog's blankets and on the rugs. Uh, and everything else that they touch. So if uh, if you got some of that going on in your life and uh, you want to rid it with something that's super powerful uh, and will just blast away that funk, uh, I got something for you for you to try. So you've got to try OxyClean Odor Blasters for yourself. To work your magic with OxyClean, go to OxyClean.com slash try me and order a free sample. That's OxyClean.com slash Try me, T-R-Y-M-E, for a free odor blaster sample while supplies last. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. All right, go for it. All right, we got time for two more here. Okay. Ooh, this is a good one. Okay. Uh, Are you worried about Geo feeling left out or ignored when Sis gets here? Um... First of all, I'm I'm grateful that he's young enough that this will become his new normal very soon. Um, but yeah, I am. Like, I think from what I remember hearing in my mommy and me group when I did that back in the old days, um, one of the moms was saying that she honestly just missed that quality time with her toddler. And that that's something that I could resonate with right away. I wasn't even pregnant. I was just like, oh, I can't imagine, you know, having to care for a newborn right now when like there's so many new stages that I'm excited about experiencing with Gio. But I think he will be okay because he's pretty independent. And I think between the two of us, we're going to do the best job we can to make sure that his needs are, are met. And I think that's just, you'll get used to it. Yeah, I think hey, I'm going to keep it so real here. I think it's just going to be challenging. I think he's going to act up a little bit because he's, he's used to having all the attention on him. He already acts out now when the attention's not on him, um, because that's all he's known. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's going to be a level of guilt that we always feel and are always uh, trying to work through. Do you think, uh, maybe I won't ask this. Hmm. I was just going to say, do you think that, that will be it for you. Like, do you think that you'll be like, it's what, just after hard. two. Yeah. It's just hard to say, right? Because yeah, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Cause after Gio, like, you know, first five months of Gio here, I thought there's no way I'm doing this again, <laughs> which is funny because I know some moms that are the exact opposite where they just can't wait. They think it's just, I think it was just a lot. 
And I think it was yeah. so different from our, our old life, which brings me to this question, which I think is interesting. How different is life for the both of you reflecting on a year ago to now? Oh, wait, but a year ago when we were in the thick of it. Just call it right before Geo. Okay, right before Geo. Oh, you go ahead, answer it. Take it away. I mean, my life is so different. Yeah. Like, I was working for somebody else. I was hustling hard. I was commuting. I mean, literally in, in LA, the commute was like 10 or 12 miles, but I was in the car for at least an hour, almost three hours a day, like Ugh. almost an hour and a half each way. So I was commuting. Uh, I was getting home late, like around eight, eight thirty. Um, I felt like I was never here. I felt like barely saw you, <laughs> which is like, I felt, so opposite. I felt all like the things you would feel leading into knowing that like you have your first child coming into the world. Um, yeah. And then now it's like crazy. Cause I still feel, I feel so much pressure, right? Cause especially like when you think about the, the work element, like you're not working for anybody, there's zero security. So for us, it's like, if, if your foot's not on the gas, nothing is happening. And even when you see some success or when something great happens for you, great. Now you got to move on to the next thing. Really Cause you celebrate. never know when it's mm-hmm. coming again. So like in that way, I still feel a lot of stress. I feel the responsibility to provide, um, and I have really high expectations of myself. So like that pressure is already there, but then put the pressure of a family on top of it. And you're like, Oh shoot, mm-hmm. I got to get going. Um, but on the flip side of that, I've never had this much freedom in my adult life. And it's amazing. And I lose sight of it sometimes like on a Monday morning, like I can, I can wake up, well, not today, but I can wake up. Usually I'm the one that gets up with Gio. I spend a couple hours with him. Like I can have coffee, breakfast and like spend my time with him and then, and then get into like some work around 10 AM. If I want to take a break to go outside and lift, or if I want to go for a walk or run some errands or whatever, it doesn't matter. It's like, it's all my time now, which is, which is the best part. Yeah. I think we need to remind ourselves of that more often because when you are in the thick of, you know, trying to provide, um, it's, it's easy to forget about the freedoms that we have and, and mm-hmm. what we traded security for, because yeah, ultimately it, like we are really in a good place, you know, we're yep. able to spend quality time together. We could, if we needed to block out X amount of time to, you know, do some sort of adventure or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, I think that's great. Also, obviously geo is a huge part of the change. Um, some people, may think like it doesn't change their life all that much, but I'm here to tell you it changes <laughs> every single part of your life. I would love to meet the people who feel that way. I want to talk to them just to get like the perspective of how they even wrap their head around mm-hmm. their life, not changing that much. Yeah, no, I want to connect with more people that I feel like are just doing it with so much grace. Like, Ease. Yes. Yep. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I feel like that's why I follow certain people on Instagram, just to see them handle it with grace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As they're I'm... holding five kids. Oh my like... gosh, literally. We have yeah. a friend who just announced they're pregnant again with, I want to say their sixth child. Wow. And I And listen, I love kids. I wanted six kids. This was my goal. Like I thought for sure. Um, the reality is, is that as much as I love kids, I, I, I don't know that I have enough energy or time. <laughs> yeah. But I respect the heck out of people who do. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. hundred percent. I definitely don't have the time or the energy. I just, I could never find that much energy, mm-hmm. but 
Yeah, I don't want to piggyback off that. My level of respect for people that have already been doing it and have multiple kids is like through the roof now. Oh, yeah. Because I know how much it takes. Oh, yeah. Throw in a pandemic and it's like you're on a Zoom call and kids are, everyone's, it's it's just what it is. Everyone's just trying to get through the day. It's wild. Um, All right. Should we take a quick break and then um, come back and wrap it up? Yep. Okay. All right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. That's right. And it's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around your home. So go to geico.com, get a quote and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's geico.com. Support for this podcast comes from Pluto TV. If you guys need an escape, drop in to Pluto TV for a world of free TV. Stream hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and shows all for free. Yeah, free. No subscriptions, no fees. You guys, imagine 24-7 channels of Narcos, CSI, Star Trek, Survivor, and everything else from hit movies to binge-worthy TV shows, the latest news, live sports, comedy, and more. What are you waiting for? Download the free Pluto TV app for Android, iPhone, and Roku. And Fire TV, start streaming now. Pluto TV, drop Drop in, in, watch watch free. And now back to adulting like a mother father. We are back. We're back. We are back. Um, By the way, thank you for everyone who sent in questions for us. I literally posted that box and it was like within a few seconds. I had so many good ones. I mean, we could have gone on. I almost wish we did this for every episode because it's more fun. Well, like I said, it's just things that we don't ask one another. Actually, there was a couple in there. Maybe we save that for another episode. Maybe what we should do is make a section of the show every week for q and I'm into it. Okay. I'm so into that. Okay. I'm so into it. it. I'm going to have people send in questions that I secretly want to ask you deep down in there. And say, listen, a listener asked. All right. Um, Okay. So... Uh, at the beginning of the show, I talked about my fail and it was, it was based on a review that wasn't positive that stuck with me for longer than I wanted to. And I just want to touch on it real quick. Um, and I want, again, I want to thank that person for leaving the review. Um, I want to acknowledge that, you know, like I said earlier, we read everything, we take it to heart, even if it's negative, that's okay. It just leaves room for improvement. Um, and this one I read has something to do with what I said a couple or a few episodes back about, um, we just touched on the election and you guys should understand that this is a position that for me, at least like I'm still getting used to and, um, realizing that it's really difficult to speak on things because you open yourself up to anything and everything in terms of feedback, you know, and you're, the reality is you're not always going to make everybody happy, but I want to quickly just touch on this one thing. Cause I said something like this and I don't know if this is my exact words, but I, I said something like, regardless of who's in office, I'm I'm still going to be happy. And the way apparently that it came across was super privileged, right? When I first read that, I was like, I was angry. I was like, how? Like that's, that's definitely wasn't my intention. That's not how I feel. Um, but I reread the review a couple of times and I realized I I can understand how 
it could have been perceived that way. But I just want to, I want to clear the air and just say that, um, you know, if you heard that too, like it it wasn't my intention. And if I said like, I'm still going to be happy, it was probably just a poor choice of words. And sometimes like, it's hard to say exactly what you're thinking and say it the perfect way. I think what what you said, because I remember you didn't say, and I probably piggybacked on it because it was kind of how we were feeling in the moment. There was so much uncertainty in the air and we wanted to find some sense of levity and really focus on the fact that we, at the end of the day, you know, maybe we can't control everything, but there are a few things that we can do to help ourselves get through things that we can't control. Yep. And so when you said, I'm still going to make an effort to wake up in the morning and, um, you know, try to be positive and try to put one foot in front of the other, whatever you said, it wasn't that you were being insensitive to those who would be greatly affected by, you know, a different person in office. Um, it was more or less just about in reality, we have a, an obligation to keep ourselves whole and balanced and, yep. and do the things that make us feel our best. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So f- for me, like, you know, I just want to say I absolutely come from a place of empathy and almost everything that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, you know, whether you agree or like it or not, like I also have a, a big focus on accountability because I think regardless of your environment, there's, there are things that all of us, whether big or small can still control. And part of that is, you know, just being accountable and mindset. And like, I just, um, I think all I meant to say, and this still not may not be the perfect choice of words. Like I'm still going to show up every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's it. (laughs) I think it's so cool. Um, I think it's so cool to be able to address things that, um, create a little adversity. I just, um, it's hard though. I know it's hard. I know, but I'm saying, yeah, it affected you and you, it affected you to a point where you wanted to bring it up. And I think that again, you can't be hard on yourself if it isn't received the way that you want it to be. But I think all we can do is make our best effort to be good people and try to get our messages across. And at the end of the day, like we have to back ourselves up. Yeah, I think so. You know, because also sometimes like I do acknowledge that, you know, you're speaking in real time or we're speaking in real time when we record, we don't like go back and like re say things, No, you know, and it's like in any conversation, um, sometimes like words are just coming out and you just, you just don't use the perfect ones. Totally. And we're also growing and learning and evolving. And like, like you said, it is in real time. So maybe something we felt a couple episodes ago has since changed because we've maybe, you know, I don't know, had a different experience or whatever it may be. I think that's all a part of just growing up as an adult and like accepting that you're going to have new perspectives. And that's, that's what makes life interesting. Yeah. 
you always make fun of me. I just literally, I'm just trying to be a no, human being. No, no, okay, no, you're doing good. I'm just trying to put a button on it. All right, we'll put your button on it. Send us out. <laughs> okay, guys, thanks for tuning in this week. Um, we'd love to know what you thought of you know our little Q and A session. Of course, if you have more, feel free to always slide into our adulting like AMF on Instagram's DMs. Um, happy to you know keep things real for you guys, and uh, we'll be back next week. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the Direct Message Network on Podcast One.